Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, beautiful humans, and welcome back to episode 33 of Gravitation. This is the third time I've recorded this intro because I'm using new software, so forgive my lack of enthusiasm. Oh my, it's good to be back though. I, I like these little intros. I've enjoyed speaking to you all, and I missed it. It was August 2019, the last episode of Gravitation, and I thought, now, obviously, is a great time, not purely because I have ample time, but because I hope to provide a bit of respite to you during this global pandemic. It's scary, and it's nice to just forget that it's happening for a minute or so, so, you know, it's also nice to just hear that other people are being human in it all, you know? That's what I really want to reflect now in conversation. I want it to be a really authentic conversation like with me the crow <laughs> this is how i have conversations in real life obviously i interview people so podcasting is a very default easy setting for me <laughs> i wanted this to sound like you're listening into a conversation around a table at 6 a.m an after party that's very authentic crow <laughs> so i thought i'd bring you an amazing guest this week She's a chip off the old block, she is. She's a fire-breathing pie, starting red-headed, dragon lady, rooting, tooting. She's a badass. We've done many festivals together. I could always rely on her. She's incredibly organized. Oh, my goodness. I love her. She is Olivia Livewire, and I love her. I hope you guys are all right, I suppose. I... I don't really have much else to say in this intro. The other ones were a lot longer. <laughs> Christ. I'm sure you'll find much more fun in the whole episode than you will in this part of me just indulging in my love for the sound of my own voice. So if you want to find me in other places, you can no longer find me at Cats and Crows on Instagram. It deleted me. Seventh time lucky. Six times I got it back. It's not bad. But I organized two protests outside their office. They didn't like that. My campaign's on hold now because real people's lives are at stake. Oh yeah, check out COVID-19 financial support from the US government. Try and apply for it on the first page. There's a checkbox, which means you have to declare you're not a sex worker, regardless of industry. Anyone that works in an adult sexual industry is excluded from financial aid. Ah ha ha, no, fuck you. 
please tell your friends about this. Please help all of our US brothers, sisters, human beings, fellow human beings for fuck's sake. We're all in this together. So friends, I'll leave you be now. But if you want to find me elsewhere, <laughs> you can find me at Cats and Crows still on Twitter and OnlyFans. K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. If you want to find me on Instagram now, you can find me at Riots and Crows. Yes, friends, we are starting Riots. That is R-I-O-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. And this is your episode with Olivia Livewire, episode 33 of Corovisation. When I was growing up, all my role models were male. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. More than survived, they thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world, not represented in the media, not treated equally online, and still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is Crovisation. Hi, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Crovisation. Wow. It's been a minute. It's been a fucking minute. It's the middle of uh, the COVID-19 lockdown. And I've decided to start off again. I'm sure you've heard all this rambling in my intro. I haven't actually recorded the intro yet. You guys don't know. But I record the intros afterwards, obviously. But I'm here with an awesome woman today. She's a real powerhouse. She's really like me, actually. She, I see a lot of me in her. And I thought we'd have a really great conversation for you guys to listen to. So please welcome my beautiful guest, Olivia Lovewire. Hello. Hi, Queen. Hi, everyone. How, how are you? Um, I'm okay. Uh, it's been very up and down with this whole lockdown thing and everything. Mm. It's all a bit chaotic at the moment, right? How are you physically, spiritually, mentally, socially? How are all the oh. elements of Olivia right now? Oh, well, I mean, I'd love to say that I am living the dream and everything's great, but I'll be honest, it's not not great right now, <laughs> but I'm fighting through. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I can't give a happier answer, but... I'm living in a caravan right now. I thought now. so, yeah. T- tell me about this. Yeah. It must be nice to be in nature at least. Uh, it is lush, to be fair. I live on this little yard with like people, two dogs, six cats, oh, wow. countless chickens, guinea fowl, oh. and it's like in the arse end of nowhere. So I get to just explore and run around in fields. Yeah, and I saw your photo animals. on your Instagram. You've so, been doing some hooping. Yes. In a field. It's just it exercise so nice. at the moment. It is. It's nice. Like, but I'm really bad at getting motivated lately. That's my problem. I, I have like the perfect situation to go out and play. You would think but so. But I'm just not. Mm. <laughs> I need to get outside more. Is it because of the current global situations, you think? Or is it just something you're battling with on your inside? I think it's just more me. I've been pretty like soul searching. I don't know. I've, I've been doing like that lately. I think this yeah, is triggered a, a, a change. It's 2020. It's like a turnover of a century, isn't it? Not a century, yeah, but a decade. absolutely. Since the start of January, I've been like, who am I? What am I yeah. doing? I need to find out who I am and if I'm really being me or not. And I don't really know. Now. I'm 23 now. You're 23 now. Gosh, you're still so young. I think I had many midlife <laughs> crises through my 20s. 
so many. <laughs> so I think you're definitely on the right track. I like having them because you come out better. Yeah, yeah. I'm like not. I'm beaten but not broken. You know, I'm gonna keep going and keep fighting and playing with fire and doing what I can and kicking ass. Taking you're names, a, you're you know? a kick-ass person, Olivia. So for anyone that doesn't <laughs> like know you, who is Olivia Lightwa? Like, give me a synopsis. Olivia Lightwa is a red-headed, slightly crazy motherfucker who takes no shit and breathes fire and runs club nights. Yes, she does. <laughs> I told you guys she's a bit of a... bit like you, but a red version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, red, and you can make all the, like, not like, the mistakes that I made. So, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your club night, because that must be difficult right now. Mm. I'm actually devastated that we had to stop where we had to stop because I started it in August yeah. last year and it's grown really, really quickly and it's become something really, really awesome in the Southwest. I'm really, really proud of it. I'm so proud of you. Um, oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> um, and we were about to kind of like take it to the next level. Mm. We had a club night booked for last weekend and then I was like ready to take it to festivals and do like mad shit and try and take it to the next level and obviously all of this has happened and it's mm. kind of put a bit of a bit of a dampener in the work it has on everything <laughs> yeah um but some friends of mine who run a club night in Plymouth called unleashed they are doing a radio show every friday night and oh, i am now part of that radio show so there's like three of the biggest alternative club nights in devon it's myself, Alternate and Unleashed and we all like get together on a Friday night. Well, not together. Online together yeah. <laughs> on a Friday night and host this radio show from the safety of our own homes. And that's awesome, nice. That's like a little thing to keep us going. I think that's great. I think one of the most important things right now is keeping community going and club nights and entertainments are fair to go always in these situations. So it's awesome that you've managed to keep the spirit alive as well as the just kind of like the motions of it, you know? Like a radio show is really cool and the fact that you're collaborating with everyone I think is really cool. You wouldn't get that in yeah. London, I don't think. Yeah, we have to support each other down here otherwise we'll all just die. Yeah. <laughs> we can't it's, go against each other. It's different, I think the alternative scene outside of London, I think a lot of people that live in London don't know this and a lot of people that live outside London don't know what it's like in London. You've got experience mm. in both though. I have, I have. So Thank I think you. that puts you on a really good footing, Liv. <laughs> I'm really excited. What's the future for like alt nights in the southeast or southwest? Even I'm in the southeast. Um, well, hopefully, when we can, we're gonna keep going with what we're doing, and we want to build something big. Obviously, download festival is not happening this year, wow. which everyone's bringing wow, about. Liv. It's so upsetting. <laughs> I can't. I've been every year for the last seven years. I'm, I'm um, religious. Like I'm part. Of, I feel like it's part of me. Yeah. It's like my life, it's yeah. what I live for, and now it's not happening. Um, so we want to try and collaborate as all of the alternative nights in the Southwest and create like a big event where obviously it won't be a download, but we can try and make something where people can gather and have a kick-ass time and listen That'll to be... some rock music and yeah. fire. I've told all my friends that I want to host download in my garden, so oh weekend, you'll yeah. have to come here for that. But... You should definitely yeah. do a Southwest festival. I think that area is crying out for something like that. Yeah. They used there's to a be lot of like, Yeah, there's lots of alternative people just hiding in the woodwork in the Southwest. There yes. used to be a bigger scene, but we're trying to just draw them back out and be like, They've all got an old like, I don't leave my house anymore. 
<laughs> I remember back in the day, I used to do loads of parties down in the southwest because Front Magazine used to run all the like cool parties for all the launches and all the Red Bull and the monster parties. And it was wild. And I haven't been to any parties down there since I came to visit you. Yeah. So, like, it's the perfect area for it, though. Yes, absolutely. We've got plenty of space. We can have lots of field parties. Yeah. There are mostly fields down in Devon. That's all we've got. Yeah, and you know all the right people too. You've got a great community. I think you should definitely do it. Yeah. You're yeah, a great we are keen. We're going to come back, I think, mate. Yeah. Learn from the best. <laughs> uh, how's the rest of your kind of team taking the lockdown? Um, we're all doing okay. Like I'm living with Josh who's yeah. in Hellraiser, mm-hmm. and we've got Ashley, she's isolating with her little girl mm. and her partner, and they're like, fine, they're having a nice time. Um, Kira's with her nan, and she's getting on okay. Great. She's doing the best she can, she's absolutely inspiring as Kira, she battles a lot of things, and yeah, she's loving my life, that girl. <laughs> she does so well. You said you weren't doing so well recently, have they been really like a supportive group I've seen? Yeah, always. Yeah. Hellraiser is like a family. Like you met us back in the day. Back in the, the day. How many years has Hellraiser been going now? Tell, tell some people about Hellraiser. Uh, so Hellraiser is my performance group, and we create massive stage shows with explosions yeah, and fire and fire breathing. <laughs> and we just put ourselves in as much possible danger as we physically can on stage <laughs> for your entertainment. That's my favorite part um, about all pyrotechnic shows. Is you get to the end yeah. and it's like, oh, nobody died. Yeah, Ooh, thanks, yeah. Well, thanks for that. I was a surprise. Um, yeah, back in the day, we used to help Pyrohex backstage. We used to run around, dipping your equipment and putting your fires out. And, and now look at you. Yeah, Smash I know, it. look at us now. Yeah. And it, yeah, we are like a proper family. It's really nice to have the support of each other and be able to like FaceTime each other and just keep each other going in these harsh times. Yeah, have you been on like the house party apps and stuff? Yeah, with yeah. everyone. <laughs> it gets messy when you've had like when you've got more than six people or something involved. It's just too much. It's very confusing. I've only done a few, but it's just been nice to have that like human connection. Mm. I feel like yeah, you can't really. Yeah. It's something about it being a group conversation too. Like it's nice to Skype your friends, but it can still feel a bit like isolated. It's because when all your friends come together, that's when like you can really empathise and the energies yeah. are good. Yeah, everyone starts getting silly again as well. Yeah. As soon as there's more you than like three or four people, everyone's like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just like another game, isn't it? It's just yeah, another exactly. adversity for your group to overcome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're all trying to train individually as well while we're stuck out here. Tell and me what you're Ashley's been really good. Yeah. Ashley's been getting sick at Double Staff at the moment. She's Love out Double there Staff. like every day. Yeah. Um, so there's a fire performance tools, picked, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've just picked up my equipment again. I've been really bad. I have been terrible. I feel like in this lockdown, dude, if you don't come out of the other side with anything apart from your life, that's totally fine. Absolutely. Right? I think it's so easy to put pressure on yourself at the moment because you're at home. You feel like you have to do something that's with right. this time. And people are preaching it. It's a really it's difficult nice to have time. But... Yeah, it's good. Like, if you can and you can motivate yourself, that's fucking awesome. But if you're struggling, like, that's fine too it's absolutely okay to just be like oh what the fuck is going on man yeah you don't have to a few what the fuck days you don't have to learn anything (laughs) yeah same i'm having a few it's ups and downs i've had a couple of good days but before that i had a couple of not so good days yeah i'm just like taking it as it comes and doing what i can on the good days 
that's and on right. the bad days, I'm doing fuck all, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's totally fine. I've I always um, I'm one of these people where if I'm not working, I assume I'm having a rest day. But some of my times, my rest days aren't very restful. And I'm like throwing knives yeah. and practicing poi and doing loads of other shit. And I'm like, I haven't done any work today. And I get to the end of the day and I'm like, <sighs> and I haven't had a day off in weeks. <laughs> so like doing yeah. absolutely nothing is just as important, mm. I think. Yeah, you got to rest up. Absolutely. Mm. So tell me more about the skills you're training when you can. So what, what training? When you're tra- What skills you're training? Um, well, I actually picked up some poi, speaking of poi, the other day, well, a couple of days ago. Yay. Picked up some poi, and I've always been, like, it's always been my least favourite thing to play with. Because it's so difficult. They go wrong, they um, go wrong. Yeah, I picked it up, and I was like, oh, hey, I remember all these things, and I started doing stuff, and I was like, yeah, this is great, and then just smash it straight to the middle of the face. I like, hate it when they hit you in the face. I myself out. <laughs> so painful. They hurt, they really, because they swim yeah. fast. Yeah, they're really hefty poi as well, the ones that I've got, the ones that we have for Hellraiser. Yeah, they're fire poi, Mm. and Josh bought them, so they're like hench man poi. They're (laughs) (laughs) really hurt when they hit you in the head. Ow. And Josh is currently out somewhere in the yard building a dragon staff, so that's a fun new one. Describe a dragon staff for people that don't know. Uh, So a dragon staff is... Like, someone once described a fire staff as, like, a l- massive cotton wool bud that's on fire. Like, you know, the earbud? Yeah. That's what a staff looks like. It's like a giant earbud on fire. <laughs> and then a dragon staff has, like, four extra bits of fire extended from the end. So yeah. there's, like, five balls of fire flaming at the end of each each end of the stick. Yeah, it looks... Is that an accurate description of a dragon It looks like it's wearing staff? a hat on each end almost, isn't it? Of stabbing yeah. fire sticks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's chaos. It's, it's chaos. everything's on fire and it spins really fast. <laughs> yeah, and then instead of just spinning it, they like rotate it along their body too. It's hard to describe in yeah. audio form, but it's, yeah. it looks like it's floating. Yes, it's mesmerizing to watch. If you're like listening, have a little Google or YouTube afterwards on Dragon Staff. It's very good. Nice to watch. I love I love performing and I love all the different toys and stuff that are available. The the variety that's even come about since I've been in the industry is wild. Yes. You build a lot of custom equipment too, don't you? I think yeah. that's one of your favourite and one of my favourite things to watch you guys do. You make really cool Absolutely. custom shows. Tell me about yes, that. Yes, we have uh, our big thing that we did. We have a flaming head act that we do <laughs> where we... <laughs> Um, essentially kidnap Josh and put a sack over his head and torment him for a little while and then myself and Ashley breathe fire onto his head which then catches fire and we're left with Josh on stage with his head on fire and yeah it took us a little while to to build that one up but when Josh said to me, he was like, I'm going to make this thing and I'm going to set my head on fire. I was like, no, you're not. Absolutely not. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. To, yeah, be careful. Damn. Yeah. He's like, a magician never reveals his secrets and he's perfectly safe when it happens. But it is, like, the first few times we did it, I, we, we were all just shitting ourselves. We were like, oh, my God. How could he what is about to happen? wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you tied up. Um, yeah, it was terrifying, <laughs> but he nailed it, and it it's is amazing. awesome, and it's one of our favorite things to do, yes. and we love it, and we've developed it to the point where we're now, like, breathing fire onto his head to catch it, and it's, oh, it's 
so awesome to watch. Very um, cool. Terrifying, but awesome. <laughs> I feel like that's really just taking what people who have probably seen a fire show would consider a fire mm. show and adding a whole other element. That's what we try to do. Like we like to add a really theatrical element to that's our shows. Like we've got like a hospital bed with like a doctor act. Like mm. the whole song where it becomes like nurses and doctors, and there's blood and there's angle grinding, and it's all. I don't want to give too much away. Just go on YouTube <laughs> yeah, and search the Hellraiser Fire. Yeah. Then come and see the show. It's awesome. Hell yes. Um, but yeah, we like to be really theatrical and like sort of tell freaky stories, kind of like Circus of Horrors meets Pyrohex kind of vibe. Like just be Sense weird and theatrical yeah. whilst everything is also on fire. <laughs> whilst everything is also on fire. It's a spectacle, it really is. So you mentioned Circus yeah. of Horrors. Is that one of the places you get inspiration? Is there anywhere else? Um, yeah, Circus of Horrors, uh, Fuel Girls are always doing amazing shit. I like the way Pyro they do Hex, themes. Obviously. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my biggest inspiration back when I first started out was Pyrohex. <laughs> so when we came and worked for you guys, we were a little bit like fangirly. The first time at Bloodstock, whatever year it was, no, like four dude, years ago, cool. whatever. You were cool. We were like, oh my god, we're working for Pyrohex. That is how we met. I remember now. It was in the car park of Bloodstock Festival 2017, 16? Yeah. A while. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And it was awesome. And you guys really, um, you revolutionized us being able to function in our show because it takes a huge team to put on a show. A lot of people don't see what goes on behind the scenes. And you guys just enabled us to take it to a next level, which was rad. And we can really see that. Well, I can definitely really see that in your performance stuff now. I like, I think you guys, the way you approached getting into the industry and learning was the best way. I think, what advice yeah. do you have for people trying to get into the industry? Um, people are starting out and like, we're doing fire especially, it's so dangerous. Like, it's not a joke, it's not a game. Mm -mm. Like, we have a lot of fun and yeah, we do really dangerous shit and we love it. But we do it because we've worked with professionals and we've tried to train up to a standard where we know what we're doing. Josh has a pyrotechnics license now. Like he's, good, good. we're not just messing about. Like we've got all of the safety equipment backstage. We've right. got all of the training. We've got the people to help us. Like we now have our own backstage assistant, which is really weird good. as well. I think for safety reasons, it's the one thing I would highly insist on anyone doing. Yeah, you should always have someone who's not part of the performance spotting you and making sure that nothing's going wrong on stage. I agree. If something does go wrong, that person is there to help you out. Like, you can never be too safe. I think You've that's like, to sum it up, you can never be too safe. You've got some great stories of people saving the day, haven't you? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you talking about my brother? Yes! <laughs> this Save was the so day. good. Tell us. He was an absolute hero. So we needed someone. We've got this massive show down in the southwest that we do every year, uh, a bike festival, and we needed someone to be our spotter and to be our backstage guy. And my brother is dating Ashley in Hellraiser, so he was like, I'll help out. Um, and mid-show, we've got like this epic build-up bit in the middle of this angle grinding and hospital bed and the whole thing's mental. Ashley's about to breathe fire onto Josh's head and her wand goes out <laughs> on the stage and she's at the back of the stage looking at this just nothingness. And my brother, and it's on video, it's so good, my brother just out of nowhere comes running from backstage with his slow torch and like yes. flips it up and he lights the torch that Ashley's holding and she turns around and breathes fire onto Josh's head yes. at the perfect like time. And like yeah, yeah, it was so good. And like so he good. literally saved the show because if she didn't have that fire, she couldn't <laughs> breathe and it would have just gone tits up. That's and right. And he literally just like ran like this hero Legend. from the Like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So yeah, shout out to my brother Jake, who literally saved one of our biggest shows. Yes, what a legend, Jake, what, what a lovely hero. person. Big shout out to him. Yes, it just he shows is an absolute babe. He is, he really is, he's so nice. <laughs> it just shows no matter how prepared you are, shit goes wrong. Yes. What's oh something God, else and things yeah. that you just can't even imagine would happen. Yeah happen and you're like oh right okay yeah. we should have prepared for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like well okay i, I don't okay. know how we well, over- i didn't think about that <laughs> yeah 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 when something just doesn't go off at all or something catches fire away before it should mm. i've had oh, so many God, situations yeah. or doesn't catch fire when it's supposed to i like sometimes you can be too eager and you dip your equipment and you're like ready to go that's right and then by the time you do the show Everything is not ready to light and it's evaporated, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, my timings are well off now. Yeah, oh. 100%. I've had this on a sunny day, similar to the day it is today. Uh, we did a show outside, and not only did it all evaporate, you couldn't see the fire anyway. It was like a 30 degree day, yeah. direct sunlight, oh, and it yeah. was only like lighter fluid, so it all evaporated. So we just did an empty <laughs> show <laughs> for a good no 20 fire, minutes. It was great. Equipment. Yeah. But the show was it gone. Annoyed on. Me- well, it doesn't annoy me, but it, it's frustrating when we have to do shows in, like, glaring sunlight. Yes. Because it just doesn't have the same effect. Where's your favourite place look. to do shows? My favourite place to do shows is on stage at Download with you. Yeah, <laughs> correct answer. You win extra points. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably, like, alongside the Hellraiser shows that we do at BMAT Festival. Any big Hellraiser show is always epic. 
but also during download was disgrace and you was mesmerizing it's a real memory i'm so gutted about it this year it's such like a big part of my identity i think any alternative person's identity yeah there's so many people that download means so much to and it's heartbreaking for all of us the alternative community is one of the one of the kindest i mean don't get me wrong it's got its problems but i think it's just so nice and we've really lost something yeah Mm. yeah i know it'll be back it'll be back next year and we'll make it bigger and better and more badass than ever before 100 percent. Liv, tell me about because this podcast is for people who describe themselves or self-describe themselves alternative just away from the mainstream um i'll still align from suicide girls it's anything that makes us strange or fucked up is it's what makes us beautiful so (laughs) (laughs) what's like your relationship with the alternative scene olivia livewire loves going to festivals and stuff but who is she on like a personal level um i'm a practicing witch are you i do yes i do witchcraft and i collect crystals and study witchcraft and things like that and i I feel like that's quite fashionable right now really grounded it is like, but I a lot of people are against it, but I like that it's fashionable. Yeah. Because it's a great thing to do. Like I basically worship nature, and I find energy from places that I wouldn't normally be able to draw it from. It yeah. Kind of just gives you a little bit of a boost when you think of everything as energy, and it helps. Yeah. It's really nice. I've been trying to do a lot of gardening during the lockdown just to try and reconnect with nature i'm loving all the stories coming out about the earth healing and how like animals are coming back and stuff because it's just no noise no people nothing and i think it it really helps to have that something spiritual in your life not even spiritual but just kind of like energy just to be aware of it Mm. Yeah, nature is great. Being outside is great. Animals are great. Just go and hug a cow or something. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> yeah. Being, so tell us more about being a witch. I'm sure a lot of alternative people in a classic sense will understand um, what it is. But maybe some people outside of the typical alternative scene won't know. So how would you explain it? So for me personally... I am not, like, religious about it. You can be a Wiccan, which is, like, uh, sort of deities and gods and things like that. Are you part of a circle, then? Part of a practicing... Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, like, personally, I'm not very religious about it, but I tend to use the energy of, I guess, like, herbs, crystals, things like that. Um, Manifestation. I'm sure a lot of people know what that word is. 100%. It's about, sort of using your mind and the tools that grow in nature to sort of manifest what you want and how you want your life to be. Yeah. And, yeah, that helps a lot with growing your own personal energy. (laughs) I found uh, the one thing I really enjoyed from just looking through research and papers and stuff about witchcraft and all that is the kind of logging, journaling and stuff like that. Yes, I've just started myself a journal. It seems so healthy. Yes, absolutely. It's looking in on yourself is really, really good as well. Mm. Like even without being a witch, that's something that's really important. I've just started myself a little self care journal. Have you? Where I'm going to write down. I've literally done like the title page, and that's it. <laughs> but it's oh, that all, was like, my favorite sparky. part in school, though. I know. It's, the first it's page beautiful. is so important. Exactly, it looks gorgeous. Um, but I'll be writing in there like things that help with anxiety and like what my favorite smells are and what mm. my favorite things to look at are just little reminders of like if I'm feeling crap 
like I can look through it and be like, right, okay, this is going to make me feel better. So yeah. I need to listen to myself right now oh, and that. follow this. Yeah, it's good. I'm excited. What? Give me some things that you've thought about putting in there. Some nice smells. I love smells. I find them so influence influential in my mood. Yes, um, I love burning incense. I'm pretty much always burning incense, like yes. Nag Tampa. One of my favourites. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Is that like brand dropping? Am I allowed to say that? Wait, is it a brand or is it one of the names? Because some of them have names, I don't know what they are, but they're a universal smell. Uh, I think the brand is Nag Tampa. I see. And then they've got like loads of different scents. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> plugs, plugs. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor me. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> what are things to get sponsorship for? Like, let's get this happening. <laughs> yes. Um, in the fresh cut grass that's like a really cheesy but nice smell yeah. just being out in nature like anything natural i feel like i need to think this through more i've got more things i love the smell of pine trees you know pine needles especially yeah. on a hot day when the, they're warmed up when nature's warmed up yes oh, I love nature that warmed up <laughs> it sounds funny like, doesn't it that should be an air freshener nature warmed nature up, warmed up. <laughs> Oh, it could be horrible though. It could go off quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends what parts of nature. Hot bins on a city day. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> You're very much a nature no. countryside girl, aren't you? Yes, born and raised in Devon. So, and I lived in Ireland for a little while as well, literally in the middle of the woods. Yeah, that was such a mad part of my life. It was beautiful, but I was too young to enjoy it. I was I like. 12, 13 at the time, mm. and I lived literally miles away from any other human contact, wow. in the middle of the woods, in this gorgeous cottage, and it was amazing, but I was like turning into a teenager, and I was like, I want to hang out with my of friends, course. and smoke, and drink, and like do yeah. teenage stuff. So I think that's probably a really sensible quickly. decision of your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Take away. Yeah, it didn't work out, but <laughs> I loved it at the same time, like it yeah. was beautiful, and I made some amazing friends over there, like Irish people are the best. I think so. so much. I've not met a, I've not met a horrible Irish person. I haven't day. either. I feel like it's impossible. Even the horrible ones have got a bit of jolly, yeah. but a jolliness to them. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, do you think that had like an influence on you liking nature now. Because when I was younger, I grew up in a mm. semi-rural area, but my parents always had a garden, and I was always outside. I was always on my BMX. Do you think it had an influence on you? Definitely. The first spell I ever cast was in the woods in Ireland, like mm, surrounded by the really? trees. That was like where my journey kind of started. Yeah. And then I kind of lost it for a few years and got back into it when I was like 21. Yeah. Um, I feel like that happened. But yeah, often. absolutely. I had nothing else to do. I know I was a bored kid, so I used to just take my dog and we would just go as far as we could and just walk to the nearest lakes and around the trees and just go on these mad adventures, just me and my dog. Go and have a fag on fly. <laughs> Obviously, because I was still a young kid. You're a rebellious teen. <laughs> oh, right. yes. But yeah, I used to love just wandering around in the woods, and the woods are still my favourite place to go, like exploring. Love it. Trees, I love the woods. The There's something magical about forests. I think I think a lot, of, obviously, the world is not very foresty anymore. I think they lose yeah. a lot of forests everywhere, didn't they? But there's something magical about it. I think. I think the energy of a forest is lost on a lot of humans or at least they become like more blind to it. Absolutely. How can we open ourselves up to that more? Oh, I have no idea. Just go for more walks. Just go, go into it. Go for more walks in the woods. Yeah. And look for little like, I mean, it's 
really silly, but my mum used to point out like little fairy trees or fairy archways. I like, love the magic of it. Sometimes, yes, I'd, like she was obsessed with like fairy folklore and stuff, and was always looking out for little things that was evidence of fairies when I was young. Yeah, and I loved it, and it was so cute, and I still love that now, like folklore and magic and fairies in the woods you look out for like a little natural arch that trees made and you're like oh that's yes. like a fairy archway miraculous things in nature things that you're like yes. what the fuck like how did that yeah even... it's also beautiful how yeah <laughs> exactly so cool. i feel like that's something that you should do when you're on psychedelics <laughs> yeah yes yeah. absolutely <laughs> i think that's really amazing though i i like it when human beings have that sense of wonder because there's so much nowadays yeah. that we can answer in this information age. You can get any answer on your phone pretty instantly. And yeah. having that sense of wonder really makes you feel human, I think. It, may, it reminds you that you're just a small speck. Yes, absolutely. And I'm like, I'm not all airy-fairy all the time, and I trust science, and I trust facts Yeah, of course. Like but that. a lot of it goes with science. It's, yeah, it's also really nice to just get lost in whatever you want, really. Like, yeah. you can your own mind can create whatever you want out of nature and I think that's really beautiful. I think it's a real feminine energy and the world's obviously so based in masculine energy that it's kind of forgotten how to just exist and just mm. allow things to like flow over you, to wash over you. We always have to yeah. be like, action, 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 and you don't. Yeah, no, you can just chill for a minute, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it comes back to you saying on your rest days where you're just like existing. Yeah. What are you doing okay. to keep healthy right now? Um, not a lot. I've been cooking lots though, but I'm definitely putting on weight like every day. That's fine. I just love you can food. be healthy and put on weight. So comforting. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm eating like loads of vegetables. Like I love like, cooking like bolognese and jacket potato and just all sorts of veg-based things, Great. stir fries, curries. Do you grow your I'm own vegan veg? as well. Yes, we're growing <sighs> pak choy and oh peppers God. and loads of things they've not they've literally just started sprouting but we've just planted like loads of veg that's so really exciting. exciting i'm about to go and plant some seeds in my garden today i'm really excited yes. yeah yes i love it and herbs i've got some rosemary on the go which i'm really excited about does that that kind of goes in with your witchcraft thing doesn't it like growing your own food cooking it and then consuming yeah. it yeah it's just being more in touch with nature and less consumerism yeah all of that, that way your food comes stuff. from <laughs> yes i love it you're a vegan aren't you live are you Yes, I am you vegan. Is that like a, a a more of a spiritual choice for you or is it like a practical choice? Or I think it was more spiritual choice for me um, and I love animals so mm. I can't, I wouldn't justify eating a dog or a cat so I, for me personally I can't justify eating any animal. Like uh -huh. I know that I wouldn't be able to kill it to eat it. That's so right. I think for me personally if you couldn't kill it yourself to eat it then maybe just don't eat it <laughs> yeah i think in this modern it's hard difficult because um like i consume meat sometimes especially during lockdown when it's all gone a bit crazy but like i, I definitely could never kill something i have absolutely yeah. no excuse in my mind it's honestly just my conditioned <laughs> consumerism that i've got to break out yeah of. and that's my responsibility I, I totally get that though as well like before i went vegan I was just obsessed with steak like I was a proper cannibal <laughs> yeah. hardcore meat eater I was yeah. like no fucking vegetarians get away from me I love steak and burgers and I, I like steak. I was well into it like yeah, shamelessly obsessed with eating meat <laughs> and it tastes good there's no um, denying it but it's just yeah. it's unnecessary in this modern society <laughs> yeah well I'm not afraid to admit that I used to be full-on 
full-on meat eater. And, yeah. But it just takes a while to kind of readjust your brain. It's, and it's important okay. to recognise that, yeah. Yeah, and every little thing that people do is good. Like, I don't think people should be shamed for having, like, a meat-free Monday. That's yeah. great. That's, like, one less day a week that you're eating meat. That's and a lot I of meat that. worldwide if everybody did that. Yeah. That's a lot of lives. Yeah, That's I a think lot of every... carbon-reduced... Yeah, exactly. Every little thing should be praised. People shouldn't be put down for not making enough effort. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it when, when somebody, even if they come around and it takes them a long time and they finally do it, people are met with resistance. It's like, oh, finally. And oh, that's not going to make yeah. you want to do it more. Yeah. No, just support people. Raise each other up. It's fine. Yeah. You're trying. And that's what's important. <laughs> yeah, trying. I like that. What's in the future for Olivia Livewire then? Sorry? What's in the future for Olivia Livewire? Well, it's hard to know at the moment with everything mm, going on. I suppose but, that's a t- tricky question. Yeah, but I'm definitely still planning on taking Hellraiser and Raise Hell Club Nights as far as I can. Um, I want to keep training. I want to get better at what I do. I love being on stage. I love performing. When I was young, I always like told my family I was going to be famous. Like, that was it. I didn't care what <laughs> I used for, to I was going to be famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I used to be in a band when I was like 15, 16. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a rock star. And now I'm doing this. I just want to keep bettering myself and doing what I can and developing my skills. And I live to be on stage. So as long as I'm on stage, I'm happy. And I hope I can take what I've got with Hellraiser and Race Hell Club Nights as far as I possibly can. Mm, Self improvement is so important. I know we were talking yeah. really early on about introspection and stuff, but I honestly think you can only take your career so far if you neglect yourself. It's something yeah, that I've neglected hugely for years and years. It's only these few years that I've started to be like, all right, I've got to face up to myself. And that's where yeah. most of the satisfaction from life has come from. Yeah, and it's, it's scary. It's scary, like, mm. going in on yourself. Like, you can project yeah. as much as you like, but I when it's time to actually... Yeah, I I'd like, say it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where did that come from? I'm like, shit, I hate myself today. I'm like, oh no, I can work. And now I don't. It's gone. But it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You just gotta work for it. And everyone gets those days and those times. Like, you just have to work for it and learn to love yourself for what you are. And then you can develop. I think it's easier to develop when you love yourself than yeah. if you hate yourself. It's a long journey. Yes, absolutely. What helps you love yourself? Um, okay. I like to remind myself of what I've already achieved. I can hear the can cat. You hear my cat. <laughs> He's right up in the microphone too. Oh, He's hey, so buddy. Cute. He's right away. He's shy. He's dirty. Always. No. <laughs> um, I yes, I like to remind myself of what I've already done That's because really everything I've achieved already, I'm super grateful for mm. i know i want to do more and i feel like i'm not done yet and there's so much more i want to push for but actually like the things that i've done in my life i'm really proud of so to help right. me motivate myself and love myself i like to sort of look back and be like oh you did this and that's fucking cool man like that's, fucking that's awesome cool. what like, are you proud of go on tell me some things and don't be shy about it women are always making themselves smaller um i'm proud of when i was like I mentioned about being in my band when I was like 15, 16. Mm. I was in an all-girl rock band when I was sick. so young. Um, we were called Hellbent on Heaven. And Love we that. fucking rocked, man. I played bass. <laughs> and I sucked. 
but I rocked out on stage and we actually did really well. We were together did for like you? a year or two years and we got like an investor and a van and we did like wow, mini tours. Nice one. Like I I ditched my prom to go and play in my band. <laughs> it was so good. That's so freaking metal. <laughs> so, like, I loved that. Like, I remember just running out of school at the age of, like, 16 and being like, fuck you guys. Yeah, I'm I don't need this shit. And, like, driving to Wales and doing a gig. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, but I was really, like, I'm still to this day really proud of what we did good. in the band. And I'm really proud of Hellraiser and where we've come from, like, when we first started, we were just so terrible. And we just have grown so much over the last few years. So I'm really proud of Hellraiser's development and what mm. we've achieved and what we're probably going to achieve. Like, that's exciting, Good. is that it's not over yet. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Liv. Liv, this has been super lovely. I've had a really uplifting chat with you. I feel in a really good mood. Ah, thank you. Me too. It's nice to speak to you again. Yeah, we don't see each other often enough. We're very far away, aren't we? Yeah, we are so far away, but I like that we do still make an effort to see each other when we can. I think so. I need to come down and visit you because I want to see more of this beautiful countryside. Yeah, come and live in the woods with me. I want to come and live in the middle of nowhere with you for like a week and just not talk to anyone else. Yes, and we'll feed chickens and it'll be great. Recharge our nature. That's what I need. Yes, Especially after this crazy lockdown. Yes. Well, you're welcome anytime. Come Thank and live you so with me. much. What are you doing for the rest of today, <laughs> Olivia? Are you having a nice, wholesome day? Are you having a skillful day? I'm going to go and run around in the sunshine, actually. It's really nice weather here at the moment. Mm. So I'm going to go outside and maybe pick up some fire equipment, have a little spin. Yes. Maybe just toss around and play with the dogs. I've not decided yet, but uh, either way, I'll dogs. be outside. Just quickly tell me about the dogs because I love dogs. Everyone okay. Loves dogs. So we've got like a little, I'm not sure what, what she is. She's like a little yappy, not yappy thing, like a Yorkshire Terrier type thing. She's old and she's called Stig and she's badass. Like she's yeah. a hardcore dog. Oh, like, she doesn't chunky. give a shit. Yeah. Like chunky and like really cute. Really cute. And then we've got a German Shepherd called Luna and she is absolutely gorgeous. German Shepherds are my favourite breed and she just absolutely loves everyone and she'll come up to you and drop her ball and just lean against oh, you for oh. ages and be like love me so cute <laughs> so nice. i think cats are there so are good for mental lovely health dogs. oh i yeah, really want a dog you. i want one live you've got to help me but i've got a garden so i want I'm my own one, dog right? yes absolutely you're allowed a dog get a dog okay it's a deal live thank you so much i want you to plug all your links for all your club nights for all your groups for everything go be crazy okay so Go online and follow Raise Hell Club Nights, well, R-A-Z-E, Hell Club Nights. You have to add the club nights at the end because I think there's a few other Raise Hell things. So Raise Hell Club Nights, and that is my event company, I guess you could call it. We do all sorts of things, and there's loads of people involved, and it's so much fun. And then my baby, where it all started, Hellraiser Fire, spelled H-E-L-L-R-A-Z-E-R, Hellraiser we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook and all of that stuff and on YouTube and we are a stage show and a force to be reckoned with, I might say. And I guess I should plug myself. I'm Olivia Liveworth. 100%. <laughs> Let me find <laughs> so you online. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You just need to search Olivia Livewire and I'm, I should be the first one to come up. And what's I'm not, on there? I'm all your creative goodness? Or your, yes, or your you dog can find photos? Fire, nudity all sorts of things it's great do you have an only fans should we plug that too i yes i have an only fans actually um, it's the same thing only fans.com 
slash Olivia Live Raya. Go and look me up on there. Have you got any deals yeah. on for the quarantine? Ooh, um, not currently, but maybe we should put one on. Maybe I'll do a cheeky little deal a when this little airs. Deal. Hey, oh, yeah, who gets involved. Well, it'll be within yeah. the week, so it should be soon, yeah. Yeah, cool. So I'll make a deal happen for when this airs, and you guys can go and check it out. Onlyfans.com forward slash Olivia Lifewire? Yes, correct. Boss, amazing. Well, thank you so much, Queen. It's been an honour to have you on here. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. Bye. I love you too. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.